So welcome to the Student Social Work Hub Chat uh, with me, Dwayne Phillips. Today, I've got a guest I'm really looking forward to introducing you to all. Uh, his name is Tim Fisher. So Tim, thank you for joining us today. Oh, it's a real pleasure. And you know, I'm loving what all the students are doing and um, I follow it closely on Twitter. So to be, um, for Dwayne to bring us into conversation with each other and give me a bit of time to talk to you is a, is a really nice one. So thanks. Thank you, Tim. So um, with every episode, it's a very similar format. So we'll have three questions. Um, one about, you know, what you're doing currently or something about, you know, you personally. The second question will be about something to do with kind of social theory, social work theory to benefit students. And we'll bounce it back to you again at the end with hopefully like a little story of some practice, if that's okay. That sounds great. I just heard one of your stories, Dwayne. So I'm, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm fully primed. I'm in, I'm in story mode. Yeah. So the first question um, that I, that I'm really excited to ask you about is, you know, you've got what I've, one of the things I've learned about you is just kind of you got a real substantial history of family group conference. And one of the things I learned is that some people aren't aware of it, and some people are really yeah. aware of it. So. Would you like to tell us about kind of family group conferencing and why that's passionate for you and, you know, why it's something that you, you heavily focus on? Oh, that's a really nice one. Well, I found out about family group conference when I was on my social work course and um, I trained in Cardiff and there was a small, a very little family group conference project uh, called Family Circle. Um, that I think the, the legend goes that the project was named after the Family Circle biscuits. Uh, they were trying. They, they were sitting around trying to think of names for the project, and there's some family circle biscuits on the table, and so they call it that. And it was really nice actually, because um, you could pick up the phone uh, to someone, to a family, to a young person, and say, "Oh, hello, it's Tim from Family Circle. Um, can I come round and um, sit on your sofa and talk about, um, you know, how we might work together?" And um, I suppose Family Good Conference really uh, does what it says on the tin. It's about getting groups of people together and making decisions. And so the, the main um, element of, of FGC is people. And um, uh, what we like to think of it as a home game for families. So, you know, there's plenty of um, professional majority meetings uh, around. And this one um, is, a, is a family majority meeting uh, where the professional has to step into the community uh, or step in virtually online and, and meet a group of uh, family members and that really changes the dynamic um, and that enables um, people to make good decisions, be collaborative and I think um, you know it works on different levels for me. Sometimes it's um, at the bottom level it's about giving people that access to decisions about their lives, um, things that affect them. Um, enabling them to make decisions through that process and perhaps um, being empowered, becoming more resilient. And then at the top level, when family conferences work really well, you get that feel good factor and you get that potential for relationships being repaired of restorative impacts uh, from that meeting. So for social workers and for social work students to step into an FGC is like, wow, it's like a real nice one. It's like, you know, really doing relationship-based uh, social work. So anybody that's got the opportunity um, on their placement to make a referral uh, to a family group conference service in their area, I'd I'd really encourage that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, I, I, that's such a fantastic answer. And I, 
I really like that kind of the power we give back to families to make their own decisions and you know almost you're stepping into their world rather than kind of a family stepping into a professional's meeting you know I, I really love that and I think the thing that you said that really stands out to me is about the empowerment and the repairing of relationships because I think in some of them that I ran that ability to just get everybody around in the family circle you yeah. know and, and almost kind of whilst dealing with those overarching aims actually just repair all those other issues that you know as a professional you wouldn't have even known about you know stepping into you know if you didn't set that thing up so I, I love that I, I really love that I can I can tell immediately that you're a family good conference organizer Dwayne I'm feeling I'm feeling in safe hands with you this is, <laughs> this is, this is a nice one yeah it's really and as you know yourself you know the 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 model um, had its origins in New Zealand, um, where Maori families um, in the 1980s were very angry at the disproportionate numbers of Maori children going into care, uh, and the New Zealand government, uh, with Maori community, um, developed this model of family group conference. And there's a really radical aspect to it, or the heart of a family group conference is really radical because. Um, it has something at its centre called private family time and that's a space where the professionals step out of the room. So professionals are in the space at the start, um, they voice their uh, concerns, they um, have a dialogue with the family about whatever's going on, but then they exit um, and they leave the, uh, the family group, the community, um, including the, the young person with advocacy if they need. Uh, to, um, to 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 make that decision and come up with their plan. So um, that's why it's so exciting. It's so exciting because every family group conference is different, um, as every family is different, um, and uh, and uh, there's a, there's you, you just get the real um, real time relationship feels of something that's um, uh, that 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 uh, can surprise sometimes. You know, well, I had a lovely family group conference when I was a student because I was on this placement in a family group conference setting and um, uh, this there was a young person that uh, w was um, uh, it was about antisocial behavior yeah not, uh, and uh, so the family were coming together and the professionals and the family had all kinds of ideas and solutions about my, what might help uh, what what might moderate in quotation marks this young person's behavior and the kids said you know what I really want is an alarm clock and so they put an alarm clock on their on their family plan that was one of the solutions they came up with and when it came back to when it came to the review when they got back together the thing that made the real difference was the alarm clock because the what had been happening is the family would all get up in the morning the father was throwing his slippers at the child in order to wake him up um, and that was setting everybody off on the wrong foot for the day um, and so this this alarm clock and the independence that gave uh, uh, the young person to get up and get about their business um, free from the, uh, the, the the slipper action was um, was a really important one you know and so that was the difference that, uh, uh, that made the difference in that instance yeah that's amazing, amazing. I, and I think there's, there's two points from that, that. Um, the one about him being able to set his own plan, you know, because as a worker, you could have suggested that and he may not have taken the same ownership of it, but because he was responsible for something himself, there's that moment of, well, actually, now I've suggested it, I need to make sure I'm up and 
and I can start my day in a better way than how it has as it has been going. And the other thing that I really like is the the when you leave the room. I, I think there's so much power in that when I, I've left with social workers and you sit there and you can see the anxiety because you you have you don't know what's going to happen and you don't know how long it's going to be. It could be 20 minutes, it could be two hours. I've I've had to go in with fish and chips for almost half time before, you know, because it, they're not done yet. And you sit and you respect it and you sit and wait. And I've just it, it's something that I've, I haven't done for a few years. That I've I'm, I've still have a massive connection to because there's so much empowerment in it and you know for students out there it should you know something they've not really looked into um it's definitely worth looking into and i'm really glad you brought about the history of it as well because that that brings brings it all together well what brilliantly explained insights someone so i i endorse everything Dwayne said then about family Geek conference <laughs> yeah. thank you um so the next thing that i'd ask um is as students and i'm sure you could take it back to yourself as well everything's you know wrapped in social work theory and it's wrapped in approaches and different methods so what for you is a theory method or approach that stands out to you that you know kind of something that's favorite to you well i was gonna i actually the, the last week or so i've been reading this book which um is by a professor who was on my social work course who was leading the course at the time uh, called um, Andy Pithouse, Professor Pithouse, and he wrote this book, um, this book here, uh, called The Invisible Trade, and it's really um, a journey, uh, his journey to, to find um, social work, really to find out what social work is, and it really, I remember it really resonating with me at the time, because I, you know, I think people come into social work for different reasons, don't they? Um, and uh you know i think we're all trying to find out what social work is i don't know if i've known if i've found out what it is yet and that's part of the beauty of it in a way that we're constantly um re-establishing and discussing and having conversations about the meaning of it and this is partly what we're doing uh, this morning and um, it you know talk about family good conference you've just said some brilliant things about family good conference that are making me uh, think and rethink uh, my practice on that um so um yeah so this book uh has been reprinted uh, the invisible trade so i've been reading it and what is fascinating about it is that it's his study of the social services department in the 1980s so he went and interviewed loads of people about their practice about their team about their office culture and i use the word culture because it really gets at what is the culture there why do people do the things they do why do they record the things they record what do they think of recording what do they think of their colleague what do they think of the agencies that they work with and it really gets it's like a kind of bridget jones diary of social work because it really gets to what people think and what the conclusion that it draws um is that that we've got theory we've got um uh, policy and practice and we've got um the head office or the directorate or the council uh, policies and procedures but what what social workers in this study uh, how they really developed their local practice cultures why they did what they did was because of what their colleagues did around them mm. so that that sense of the collective of the local culture of the relationship and the relationship between colleagues uh, it really brings it through and that's where he in the end um, uh, he I feel he finds social work 
is in those relationships and that up close uh, conversations with those with those social workers. And he goes back in the book. He goes back ten years later in the 1990s and um, like not too much has changed actually it's really um it's it's quite fascinating I mean, i'd love it if he did it if he did it now i think it's ripe for for, for a rerun and um, but i want to just would, would get one other book in that i'm uh, looking at at the moment and that's uh, sylvia winter um, somebody who is a mutual uh, friend uh, and a much admired uh, person by us uh, Duane is uh, beverly barnett jones mbe and uh, she sent me a copy of this book and um, you know this is Sylvia Winter, and the, and the book is on being human as praxis. And um, I couldn't possibly um, uh, be emphatic or, or, or sum up uh, Sylvia Winter's writing. But what the, the one of the key ideas here um, I feel is about uh, we talk about human all the time, and uh, you know what is being more human, being human in social work, humanising the system, something we talk about all the time. What's the question that Sylvia Winter asks? And she's a Jamaican uh, woman uh, who has been writing since the 1980s. M m colleagues in the Tavistock, uh, like Carol Simon and uh, Karen Partridge, are saying, are telling me now that she's been really overlooked. Talk about decolonising the academia and, um, and and social work she you know as a black woman she's been really overlooked in her thought uh, over the years and is a really significant systemic thinker for anybody that's in a local authority that uses a systemic model but what she's saying about human is what is what is our conception of human and if if the human that we're referring to um, uh, does it encompass um, is it inclusive of that field of human experience or is the human that we refer a, uh, a, a Eurocentric, uh, a white heterosexual male um, uh, composition? You know, so we, it, it's um, she makes some strident points uh, about that, and she also thinks about um, human practice in the context of, um, of of the nature and the world around us as well, and that's a really nice one and an important one and something I'm thinking a lot about currently. And I've got a little hashtag on my Twitter. Um, my Twitter's at uh, Family Group Me. There's a little hashtag plant-based social work, which I mean, probably <laughs> is a bit glib really, but um, yeah, so no, that's really me really thinking about the importance of local cultures, which uh, Professor Pitthouse is really, that's his territory. And, and Sylvia Winter as well, thinking about um, the human, but in the context of local cultures, of radical in, in, interdependence, um, lateral connections, and finding leadership um, in everywhere, and learning and learning from others rather than than leading or um, assuming uh, or, or doing to people rather than working with them. Wow! Wow! wow. So powerful. So powerful. Um, um, and I always find that. Find that the thing I love about speaking to different professionals is I always leave with different books that I now have to go and read. <laughs> so it's like, well, I've got more to add to my reading list. And being at a, a, a webinar on decolonizing social work, the social work curriculum a few weeks ago, I, I feel like that's definitely another book to add to the list from the things I took from that. So thank you for that. Um, so. The last question, I always like to end on a story and, you know, you got to hear one of mine just before we started. So do you have kind of a story that you'd like to share with with the viewers? And, you know, is there anything that's linked to that, that that might link to some advice that you'd like to give? 
as well. Yeah. Well, um, and I, I'm really in the mode of uh, a story at the moment because um, we do something um, in Camden once a week where we share a story on a Friday. It's actually a Friday as, we, as we're talking, isn't it? So that's quite nice that we're sharing a story on a Friday. If you want to check those out, it's um hashtag uh, count. I'm doing the promotion, aren't I? Sorry, Dwayne. I know. Hashtag Camden Friday story. And I mean, I'm sure many of you on on placements and in your universities will be thinking about narrative um, and narrative approaches. And and we know that Brené Brown um, says that you know we're wired for story, uh, and um, that's certainly true. So stories are fundamental. Um, to um, you know how we understand each other and how we do good work and um, there are stories every day floating around um, social work offices, social work departments and uh, what we're doing in Camden is um, picking up um, some hopeful ones, some important ones um, and then um, circulating them uh, on a Friday. We've got a Friday story writer which contacts people and, 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 and speaks to them and writes the stories up so that's a really nice one. We, we got that from um, a project in the Netherlands who in turn got it from Singapore. So there's a bit of a, there's an international connection to the Friday story. That's, that's a really good one. That's really, but my, my, just my little story was um, when I was on in that project and um, in, in uh, Cardiff in this little family group conference project. And it was a lovely time on my placement, but we, we got some funding and we took um, families that had, uh, had had FGCs. We contacted them and said um, we had a, a family advisory board there which I've taken on in in Camden I think that's been a really important one in the London Borough of Camden where I work to have a regular group of um, uh, experts by experience that meets and provides us that feedback loop on how we're operating and um, and providing services uh, so um, but where we were in Cardiff we had a we had a group and which was brilliant and really inspired me in my later work in social work but we had a, some fun times and one of the times we got this funding yeah to take him to a theme park uh, and um, I um, took a camera with me and you got, I, I found the film um, the other uh, last year um, from, from those years ago and I think it was about um, it's like 2005 I think so it's a little while ago this uh, and um, uh, and yeah, so we went, we took this, um, uh, these uh, f families on a big coach to this theme park and um, it was, it had one of those big like w water rides and um, I'm there sort of doing filming, trying to coax people into coming on camera and just being a bit, um, probably a bit of a nuisance and a bit irritating. And one of the kids that obviously knew the territory, knew the um, this theme park pretty well, uh, managed to coax me right into the zone of where this um, great big um, water slide roller coaster came, came splashing down and um, I got absolutely um, soaked to the skin. Um, but uh, so that was my... Uh, that was my, that was that was one of my formative experiences in in social work. But uh, it was yeah, it was a really good fun that day. And um, I thought I'd lost the film. It was on a hard drive somewhere, and um, um, and I found it. And um, it's um, it, it it's a little film about um, about family group conference that we, we we filmed at the theme park. We're using this. We're using the roller coaster as a gratuitous metaphor about you know FGCs and life. You know sometimes you're up oh, and wow. sometimes you're down and. Uh, yeah, that's um, yeah. I love that. I love the the kind of way you bring it back 
to uh, practice and bring back to family group conference. Yeah, totally. Family group conference does get like that, and you do get the loop, the loops, and sometimes you have to go back to the start and replan again. You know. So, yeah, and isn't it? And it, and it's like that. I mean, it's like I remember that on the social work course, and um, as well, you know, being a student is like that as well, isn't it? There, oh man, I mean, how many highs and lows do you get? Yeah. A social work student, and it's just like I mean, I just remember at times, wow, um, just really hugely so. And I did my other placement was in um, an adult contact and assessment team, and uh, I learned so much about life there, um, talking with talking with people, and um, yeah, many experiences which were um, really quite uh, difficult and challenging and emotional, but um, a lot of a lot of learning and. Um, that's the nice thing about um, about the social work journey, isn't it? That we all learn, and there are many paths in social work. And um, the, I've I've taken um, an FGC uh, direction, and um, uh, you know, uh, and I I, I I remain passionate about it, and uh, it's a really good one. So um, yeah, do do check out Family Good Conference if you don't know about it already. Definitely, and I massively so uh, again, what I'll, I know you plugged plugged a little bit earlier, but I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna have a specific part for it. So if people wanted to find out more about you and about the work that you're doing, where's the best place for people to find you? Yeah, so if you search relational activism, if you put that into Google, you'll find some articles that I've written with a friend and colleague, Becca Dove. We've got a website on the way, um, which is www.relationalactivism.co.uk. So you can check out that as well. Um, Camden uh, Relational on YouTube. We've got lots of uh, films, some really interesting films with people talking about um, social work. So I'd, I'd recommend that um, you, you have a look at those if you've got a few spare minutes, which you probably haven't. But, um, and also, if you wanted to email me uh, directly, um, then my email address is tim.fisher at camden.gov.uk and I'm really always interested in talking um, and, and learning from uh, from others and uh, I said it at the start but I think what um, you, you're doing as a student body um, is really phenomenal and um, I'm learning a lot just by um, you know following you on Twitter and and, and and talking with you when I get the chance so um good skills and um keep going and because uh, it is it is worth it yeah social work's a good one yeah thank you for that Tim and uh yeah if anyone wants to get hold of me I'm on Twitter I'm Dwayne underscore Phillips underscore um, and I'm also part of the Student Social Work Hub uh, and the Twitter name for that is the at SW Bohemians. And you can also email us on at studentsocialworkers at outlook.com. Um, thank you again for your time, Tim, and um, hope to see viewers on our next episode. So thanks again. Take Sorry. care. You're a diamond. Cheers. Cheers.